Hey, good to see you here. You are currently listening to Inspire Church Metro Manila. We are one church in multiple locations, and we exist to inspire people to fulfill their God-given potential. We are so glad that you're tuning in right now. Welcome home. Learn more about us by visiting inspiremetro.live. Lean in and enjoy. Welcome to Inspire Church Online Experience, Sunday's Best. My name is Nolan, and I get the privilege and honor to lead our location here in Inspire Church Metro Manila. But I know that there's so many people all over the world that's tuning in. So we want to welcome you. We want to welcome you from Saudi Arabia. We want to welcome you from Victoria, from Australia, from Guam, from the United States of America. Hey, welcome to church. And every Sunday I say this, right? I, I say James chapter 4 verse 8, draw near to God, God draws near to you. And here we go again, draw near to God, God draws near to you. And what does that mean? It means, like I say, I want you to believe this and I want you to understand this, that you are here for a purpose. You're here for a plan. God wants to speak to you so personally today. It's going to be an amazing time. See, we've been in a series called Essentials. Essentials. It's a word that we've been hearing in ECQ, GCQ, BBQ, all of these things. Essentials simply means this. What is absolutely necessary? What is absolutely necessary? And so we said, hey, you know what? Let's do a series where we find out what is absolutely necessary in any crisis. Not just a virus, but a financial crisis, personal crisis, relational crisis, health crisis. What is absolutely necessary? And so we've been taking a couple of weeks. We saw week one, we got to fight back, right? You got to pray. We got to talk back. We got to know the word of God. We got to turn back was last Sunday's I had. That was fun for me. Turn back, which is repentance, right? Turning back to God. And today is a favorite of mine. It's something that it's not talked about a lot. Something that doesn't have attention a lot. But it's so powerful if we get it. And so I want you for the next couple of minutes, I want you to lean in. I want you to take notes. I want you to get your Bibles, your journals ready. I want you to tell, you know, people around you, sweet, <laughs> or, or put some headphones on. But I, I really want you to, to receive this because I believe it's a word from God. And so today, our fourth essential it's one of my favorites. It's titled this. You ready? It's this. I got your back. I got your back. Come on now. Type that in the chat. I got your back. I got your back. Come on. Tell somebody next to you. Hey, I got your back. I got your back. I got your back. I got your back. Somebody got my back? I got your back. I got your back. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you that you're a good God. We thank you that you're here. You're there. And so I pray, Lord Jesus, would you speak through me? Help us realize that you have our back as we learn this principle to get others back. And so, Lord God, let this word be your word. 
Lord God, let us be inspired. Let us be transformed. Let us leave this time with more hope, with more encouragement, with more strength, with more dreams, Lord. For we know, Lord God, that we are not on pause. We are not on stop. That we are still called to reach people, make disciples, and multiply leaders. So, Lord, we love you and we praise you in Jesus' mighty name. Everybody in their house says amen 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 type it in the chat a to the men amen 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 i got your back i got your back i got your back i remember um i was we are actually moving right we're we're transferring moving into a new place a god-given place what we like to call our miracle venue out in Virtus North, right? We're going to be there on the fourth floor of that mall. I just want to say thank you for everybody. Thank you for your generosity. Thank you for your investment into this ministry. If you're watching and you still want to continue to invest in this ministry, please do. We still got to raise up funds for the renovation. But when we were planning this and while we were planning this, I realized something that I didn't, I didn't know is it takes a lot of people. It takes literally a lot of people. There's contractors, there's workers, there's electricians, there's painters, there's dancers. dancers. But there's a lot of people. Whenever we got to be in a meeting, there's multiple people that have to get into the meeting to plan something, to work these things out. And we haven't even started building yet, but we got to gather all these people to prepare to build. And I realized this, even when we go build, when we're demolishing our space here in El Terrazzo, it takes multiple people to help to bring this down so we could build something up. You know what I mean, right? Just imagine, listen to me, imagine if I am supposed to, as the, as the pastor of this location, imagine if I was supposed to do everything myself. Like I'm supposed to preach, right? Then I'm supposed to go raise funds. And then I'm gonna, I'm supposed to go to the mall and I'm supposed to be the contractor. I get the hammer. I get the nails. <laughs> Imagine if I had to do everything. The next time we would move in would be 2028, right? Like it would probably even more. No way. There's, there's no way we would even think or imagine that one person is supposed to build a beautiful venue. We know it takes multiple people, right? Everything that we're using today that is of importance, it took multiple people to build that. Imagine your computer. It's not just one person that built it. You might be saying, no, one person. No, it's not. I built it. My no, you didn't because someone had to build the RAM. Someone had to build the chips. Someone had to build the screen. It was multiple people that were involved, incorporated to create something amazing. And I'm bringing this up because it's very interesting that when we think of something that is more important than a building, when we think of something more important than a computer, when we think something more important than a tablet, why do we think it doesn't take more than one person? What am I talking about? I'm talking about this. Why do we think when we want to build, listen to me, when we want to build up our own life, oh, come on now, something way more valuable than a building, something way more valuable than your computer, why is it sometimes we could fall into the temptation that when we want to build up our lives, we must do it 
alone. Come on now. Anybody with me right there? Right? Right? Anybody listening to me? Why do we think we got to build it alone? Please understand that we are not called to live this life alone. We're not meant to build our life alone. We are meant to do it in community. We are meant to do it together. Somebody type in the chat right now, together, together. This is my chat signal, right? Together, together, spirit fingers, together, right? Type in the chat, together. I was reading um, um, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan had this documentary that's been out. Come on now, you watch it, you watch it? The Last Dance. And he said this, talent wins games, but teamwork and intelligence win championships. And what's more than, what's greater than championship? Our lives. Our lives. You, we got to get used to the word, the phrase, I got your back. I got your back. I remember in junior high, that was a statement we would used to always say. See, I used to grow up in a, you know, little harder neighborhood and we used to get in little fights and we used to do all of these things and our little friends right we would be like hey don't worry man i got your back bro right like i got your back orale right we, we would say that what does that mean i got your back it means that you don't have to fight alone you don't have to do this alone if you can't get it done If you get beat up by the other person, just understand that we are going to get your back and we are going to jump in also. Oh, what if we believe in that principle for our lives as a church? That I don't got to journey alone. I don't got to be depressed alone. I don't got to be sad alone. I don't got to figure it out alone. What if we realize that we could say to each other, look, I got your back. I got your back. I don't know who I'm talking to through this lens, but I need you to understand. I got your back. I got your back. Somebody type in that in the chat right now. I got your back. I got your back. See, this is a principle that doesn't just come out of a community. Doesn't just come out of some friends. This is a principle ingrained in us by God. I want to show you some scriptures of what it looks like when we know this principle, I got your back, or, and when we don't live it out. See, it's found in, it, it's one of the most tragic stories. It's found in John chapter 5, verse 1. And it goes like this. It says, after this, a Jewish festival took place, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem by the sheep gate. In Jerusalem, there is a pool called Bethesda in Hebrew, which has five colonnades. Within these lay a large number of sick, blind, lame, and paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water, because an angel would go down into the pool from time to time and stir up the water. Then the first one who got in after the water was stirred up recovered from whatever ailment he had. One man was there who had been sick for 38 years. Uh, Verse 6, when Jesus saw him lying there and knew he had already been there for a long time, he said to him, do you want to get well? Got that? He says, do you want to get well? Verse 7, sir, the sick man answered, I don't have a man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I'm coming, someone goes down ahead of me. Look, it kind of, it, look at this story. Look at this story. There's a guy who is sick. 
There's a pool with five patios and there's people that go there. If people need healing, they go there. There's people who can't walk. There's people who have diseases. There's people who have leprosy. There's people who are lame, who are all of these things. And they believe that when the water bubbles up, right? It was like an urban myth. When the water bubbles up, an angel there is with a big straw. They believe an angel there is stirring up the water. And whoever goes in there first will be healed. So there's this guy who has been sick for a couple of years, 30 years, 38 years, and he can't walk. So we don't know how he got there. If he crawled like a, like a, oh, that's kind of like a TikTok move, no? He, he crawled there like a worm or somebody dropped him off. But Jesus is there and looks at him and says the most obvious statement. Do you want to get well? This is Jesus speaking. Do you want to get well? Maybe Jesus is asking you right now, do you want to get well? You would think the obvious answer of this man was, yes, Jesus. And I know you can heal me. So let's go. Get me off this floor and I want to run. But instead he says, nobody, listen to me, nobody is helping me get into that pool. There's always people rushing first. That means nobody is looking out for each other. Nobody has each other's backs. It's all man for himself. It's just whoever gets in for, just focus on yourself. Focus on your life. If you think about it, this place, this poolside kind of looks like a church. It's a bunch of people gathering together for hope. It's a bunch of people gathering together for change. People probably invited them to come. Hey, I know this would help you. I know this would help you. I know this would help you. But it would be a tragedy. Listen to me. If all we do, listen, if all we do is to come together for a personal encounter, please understand church is not about personal encounters by themselves church is the community of god and it's about a corporate encounter that's why we want to encourage you to make sure you take your next steps to make sure you don't watch alone to make sure you're chatting in the chat box because you're not supposed to do this alone see if you think if you think your faith is alone if you think your faith is by yourself then you will realize that you could be in a group but still feel like you're not together there's so many of them, but they were not together. You could be in a group, but still feel alone. If you feel alone, even though you got a group of friends, you might be thinking that church is about you. You might be thinking that it's just about you and Jesus, forgetting about the people around you. See, you might realize that you don't know the principle of I got your back, which is an essential if you begin to compete against each other. They were competing. Who gets in first? Who goes in first? Who, who does this first? And they were thinking of competing each other, against each other instead of helping each other. That's not what community is all about. And the worst thing about it is if we don't realize the principle of I got your back, the essential of I got your back, you're not going to see the answer when it's right in front of you. You're going to lose sight. Jesus was right there and saying, hey, do you want to get well? But he was so focused on his own works. 
It's like Jesus saying to you, hey, do you want to get well? But, but uh, you know, nobody's teaching me how to b- read the Bible. I'm not getting fed at my church. Nobody's feeding me. Nobody's discipling me. Listen, look, 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 look. Those are not the answers. You got to look around and say, you know what, Jesus? Yes. Yes, I want to grow. Yes, I need help. Yes, Lord God. And God will say, look around because you're not alone. Type in the chat right now. I got your back. I got your back. I got your back. Look, there is power. There is power when we know that we got to work together. There is power in community. There is power when I tell my friends, hey, I got your back. When I tell our church, I got your back. When I tell Vince, who's in the hospital right now, and and he's discouraged, I know you're watching, Vince, but I need you to understand, have hope right now, I got your back. We got your back. You're not doing this alone. We got you. We're with you. We got you. I got your back. Somebody type in the chat, I got your back. Tag somebody that you want to know and let them know, I got your back. I got your back. I don't know why I whispered it, though. That was cool, though. I got your back. I got your back. <laughs> you guys stop laughing. I'm recording right now. But I'm just kidding. You could laugh. But let me show you a scripture of a group of people who understood this essential. I got your back. It's found in Luke chapter 5. And these scriptures might sound familiar because they're my, they're, they're my favorite. Luke chapter 5 verse 17, it says, On one of those days while he was teaching, this is Jesus, Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there who had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and also from Jerusalem. And the Lord's power to heal was in him. Just then, some men came carrying on a mat a man who was paralyzed, another paralyzed guy. They tried to bring him in and set him down before him. Uh, Since they could not find a way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him on the mat through the roof tiles into the middle of the crowd before Jesus. Seeing their faith, he said, friends, your sins are forgiven you. If you've been in our church, you know that I encourage each one of us not to just read scripture like a book, but you got to know the culture. You got to know the context. You got to jump in. So what's happening here? Jesus is in a house. They say it might have been Peter's house. They're in a house. All of these people are coming. Pharisees, Sadducees, a bunch of chismosas are, are looking around. They're, they're all in there. They're looking inside. They, they want to know more. And all of a sudden, there's a someone, a group of friends on the other side of town. They hear that Jesus is there. So they tell their friend, we don't know the friend's name. You know, I like to assume his name is Boo Boy. Boo Boy is a guy who has been paralyzed. And they tell Boo Boy, Boo Boy, I know Jesus is here. We want to bring you to him. I believe he could heal you. Boo Boy is discouraged. saying, No worries, I'm good. And their friends are saying, no, we want to take you to Jesus. We want to bring you to Inspire Church. I want to bring you. Come on, let's go. And so they, they put him on a mat. They pick him up, four friends, picking up Boo Boy. They go towards Peter's house, and they realize while they're there, there's a huge crowd. They try to bring him in, but there's no room. The door is full. The, the, the living room is full. There's no way. And of course, one out of the four of the friends, they decide, hey, I got an idea. Every friend has this. Every friend has a Pasawai friend. If you don't have a friend like that, you are probably that one, right? And so they all go up. And they go, let's go to the roof. When they're on the roof, one of the friends say, what do we do? There's no way. And this guy says, I got an idea. This guy says, I got an idea. 
What's his name? His name is Jopert. Jopert says, I got an idea, boo boy. Let's hang out here. What are we going to do? They start breaking the roof. Just imagine, Jopert and his friends are breaking the roof. I don't know what they're using. They're breaking the roof. Just imagine the people inside. It's like a Jurassic Park moment. Right? The dust falling down, right? Ah, T-Rex! Sorry. And, and, and all of this going on. But Jesus is smiling. Jesus is laughing. He knows what's going to happen. All of a sudden, the roof breaks open. A beam of light. And they bring Boo Boy down. They bring him down. And, and Jopert is laughing. The three anonymous friends, I don't know their names, are laughing. And, and Jesus sees him. And looks up to the friends. And he says, because of your faith. Because of your faith. His sins are forgiven. Oh, don't miss that. He didn't say because of Boo Boy's faith. He didn't say because of his faith. He says because of their faith. That should give you an insight that you and I are not meant to do this alone. That should give you an insight that we must live with that essential that I got your back. That there are times where we are going to feel paralyzed. There are times where we are going to feel like we can't move forward. There are times where it's going to feel like we are trapped. That we are stuck in our sin. That we are stuck in a rut. That we are stuck in discouragement. There are times where you feel like I want to grow, but I just feel so dry. And when those times come and you can't fight back and you can't talk back and you can't turn back, then you must listen because you will hear somebody say, hey, I got your back. Woo! Oh, I'm preaching. I got your back. See, when we have the essential of I got your back, number one, we will realize we build together. We build together. I love how Andrew Carnegie says this. Teamwork is the fuel that allows common people to attain uncommon results. We build together. Look at the people in the pool of Bethesda. There was a miracle happening right in front of them, but they were all focused on their own. Everybody fighting against each other. Everybody trying to go in first. Everybody trying to do their own things. It would be such a tragedy if that was church. No, we got to be like the friends. We, we, we got to build together. What do I mean when I say, say build? Hebrews 10 verse 24, 25 says this, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day drawing year. What's that mean? We got to build each other up together. We got to encourage each other. I remember years ago, years ago, we had a kingdom men hike. And I didn't go because it was raining and all of this and it was muddy and they were going to go hike and I don't like mud and I don't like being tired. And so uh, I didn't go. But they went. And after they came back on, on a Sunday, I asked them, I go, hey, how was, I remember asking a, uh, someone specifically, how was the hike? How was the hike? They said this, if I did it by myself, it would have been horrible. But because I was with other guys, it was fun. It's like life. You try to walk through this life, this mud-filled life with pits and holes and challenges and all of these things by yourself. 
It's hard. It's challenging. But we got to understand that principle. No, I got your back. I don't got to walk alone. I don't got to build my, my, my spiritual life alone. I don't got to build my life alone. I don't got to build my faith alone. Look, listen, listen, listen. This is the perfect time to say, I got your back. You don't got to do this alone. Message somebody. Get in a connect group. You don't, there's no more traffic. There's no more issues. You just got to get on Zoom or Messenger or Viber. Or if you're old school, get on uh, Chica Messenger. (laughs) Just get in community. Growth track. I believe that we got to build together. Jump in a growth track. Grow together. Build up our love. Build up our good works. The second one is this. We believe together. We believe together. It's not just we build together, but we got to understand we believe together. C.S. Lewis says this. We are what we believe we are. Isn't that so true? Here's a question. What do you believe? What do you believe? What do you believe about yourself? Here's a statement I want you to write down. Don't believe in what you can, but believe in who can. Because there's so many times I believe I can't. There's so many times I believe I can't do it. There's so many times I believe it's too hard. There's so many times I believe it's too challenging. There's so many times I believe that there's, there's no way. But if I believe in, I, in me, no way. That's why I need people to believe with me. To show me, to remind me, Jesus is there. Jesus is asking you every single day, do you want to be healed? Do you want to grow? Do you want to be restored? Do you want to be forgiven? Do you believe? We got to believe together. See, they believe, the friends believe Back in that culture, nobody really hangs out with people who are physically sick. They were thought of as dirty, impure. They were thought of that it happened because of their sin. But these group of friends, they were there because they believed in him. Sometimes it's so hard to believe in your own God-given potential. You need people around you to remind you of your God-given potential. And I'm not just preaching a preach. This morning, I was on a Zoom call with just different pastor friends. Pastor Yo from Japan, Pastor Kelly from Bangkok, Pastor Allen from Chiang Mai, Pastor, uh, um, uh, oh my, I forgot. You know who you are. <laughs> but we were together. Jomesh. This. <laughs> I kept uh, like buffer, like buffer. Jomesh from Nepal. And of course, Pastor Mike from Hawaii. And we were together. Why? Because we got to remind each other. Believe in each other. Remind us of the power of God. See, Ephesians 2.20 says, For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand, that we should walk in them. Sometimes we forget that. We forget that we got to believe we got to believe we got to believe please i encourage you get in a connect group you can't do this alone get in one sign up 
Look at the chat right now. Some of the hosts are posting a inspiremetro.live where you can sign up for a connect group. It's a perfect place to be. We're doing an empower class coming up. It's going to help us with our mental health. It's so good by Dr. Robbie from Australia. It's going to be great. Sign up for that. I would just imagine if that guy just had to do this alone and nobody believed in himself because he didn't believe in himself. I feel the Holy Spirit talking right now and saying this. You've been too down on yourself. You haven't believed in the dreams that God has placed in you because you don't see the opportunities. Ooh, speaking to somebody. You need to look around. Are you connected? Are you in community? Because there's going to come times, even for myself, that you need other people around you to say, I got your back. I got your back. The last one is this. Write this down. It's not just we build together or we believe together. It's we inspire together. Hey, we inspire together. I love that. We, we inspire. Just imagine if the guys in the pool of Bethesda, they were following the opposite of inspiration. You know what the opposite of inspiring someone? The opposite of inspiring someone is comparing with someone. Comparison looks at the negative. Inspiration looks at the creative. Comparison says, Oh, bakit sila, hindi ako. Why them, not me? Inspiration says, If they can, then I can also. Because I got the same God. I got a great God. And if they can do it, oh, I can do it also. Oh, church, we got to inspire together. Don't compare with each other. Inspire each other. Build each other up. Grow each other up. Do each other. Do all of these things together. I bet you the paralytic man who went through the roof. I could just imagine how many roofs were broken after that whenever Jesus visited somebody's house. If that was me, I'm like, hey, Jesus, let's just do me a favor. Let's have our meeting outside, not inside. Because every time some, some cop breaks through the room, you know, I know it's like Boo Boy's cousin, Boo Boy's Tito, Boo Boy's Nino. Like they keep doing it. Why? Because it inspires. I've seen so many times people who come to the Lord, I see their family members coming to God. And their family members coming and their friends coming to God. Why? Because they're inspired. They're inspired. Why am I bringing this up? Because I got to let you know that essential. I got your back. I don't know who's that for, but it's for somebody. I got your back. I got your back. Just imagine... The people in the pool of Bethesda, if they took the 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 the, the, the essential of I got your back. Imagine if that guy, one guy, stood up and said, "Hey guys, we keep 
fighting against each other. We keep comparing ourselves with each other. We keep competing against each other. What if we help each other? All right, let's do this. All right, all the blind people, the blind people come to me. The blind people, wait, you're going the wrong way. Turn around. All right, all right. Okay, if you can walk, carry the people who can't walk. All right, everybody, get around the pool. Everybody, get around the pool. Get around the pool. All right, all right. You guys ready? Imagine they started working together. They started believing together. They started building together. They started inspiring together. And they were all around there. And they said, all right. Once the pool bubbles up, it says the first one who goes in will be healed. So instead of us fighting, we all jump together. You ready? Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Right? The blind guys, the other, yeah. Turn around. Yeah. Right? They're all ready. And so they go, one, two, three. The bubbling. And everybody... And they all jump in. Just imagine. Just imagine the power of I got your back. Just imagine the power of I got your back. There is a whole community called church. Not just inspired church, but all the churches that believe in Jesus that he died for our sins that it's not by our works but by his works that if we surrender our lives to Jesus that not only we have a personal relationship with him and our sins are forgiven but now we have a community to live life together to live out the essential I got your back So let me talk to you real quick, real personal. Your relationship with God is not meant to be a personal relationship. Wait, wait, wait. Hear me out. It's a personal surrender, but it's a corporate relationship. You're not meant to do this alone. So maybe you're here and you've been, you didn't, you don't even have Jesus. Jesus is just a good luck charm. He's just a cross that you rub, a signal that you do, a prayer that you say. But at the end of the day, you're doing, you've been doing life alone and you're so tired. You're so discouraged. starts with surrendering so if you're here today I want to give you an opportunity to pray this prayer to start your relationship with Jesus I'm not asking you to change your religion just start a relationship when Jesus saw him he looked to the friends and said because of your faith he is healed for many of you you were invited by some friends you were tagged you saw the post from a friend you saw a link from a friend. It's not by coincidence. This is your time. Ready? So if you're tired of being alone, it's time to start your relationship with Jesus, which leads to a relationship with the community of God. So pray this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, thank you that you have loved me 
before I even loved you. That you died on the cross over 2,000 years ago to forgive me of my sins, to give me the freedom to live out my God-given potential. Not just by myself, but with the church. So I surrender my life. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. In Jesus' name, we say amen, amen, amen. If you prayed that prayer, would you type in the chat right now, I prayed that prayer, or I surrendered my life to Jesus, or the emoji hand, I love that one, the emoji, put it right there. I prayed, I prayed that prayer. I surrendered my life to Jesus. Come on, put it, put it, yeah, type it. We want to celebrate with you. Don't, listen, listen, don't just make it your own decision. You got to let people know so that their people, you can live out the essential. I got your back. Put it there. I bet you, if you see people responding, I prayed that prayer. They put the hand emoji. Would you respond? I got your back. I got your back. Yeah, community. I love it. I love it. I love it. And maybe you've already surrendered your life to Jesus. Please fill out a next step. Go to the chat. Go to inspiremetro.live. Join a, a Zoom group. Join a connect group. Okay? I love it. I love it. If you haven't put in the chat yet that you prayed that prayer, just put it in there. I prayed that prayer. I received Jesus. Emoji. Hand emoji. Hey, church, I love you. I know we've been looking at each other virtually. But please understand, I love you. You're part of a family. Inspire Church. Inspiring you to fulfill your God-given potential. Hey, I got a last prayer, prayer of blessing. If you want to receive a prayer of blessing, would you just put your hands up like you're going to receive? Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray a prayer of blessing right now. I pray, Lord God, for breakthrough. I pray for walls to come down. I pray that today and the days forward will be the new days, Lord God. Days of encouragement. Days of finance, Lord God. Days of provision, Lord God. Days of woo, breakthrough, Lord God. Days of opportunity. For some of you right now, you are going to get opportunities that you never thought would come. It's because of your time spending it with God and His community. Lord, bless them in Jesus' name. Everybody said, Amen, Amen, Amen. Don't forget, if you didn't put, I received Jesus or I prayed that prayer, put it in the chat. We'll see you guys soon. I love you, church. God bless you. for joining us and for listening to Inspire Church Metro Podcast. Stay in the loop by checking inspiremetro.live.